Sup, fuckers? What's up? How's it going? Introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Yegor. I'm Scott. I'm Dave. Hi. Just, just in case you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, how was your guys' New Year's since I didn't see either one of you? Well, um, it, was, uh, it was just alright. Spent it with the family. Got absolutely fucked up. That's about it. I uh, hung out with my ladies' friends and their family, and it was pretty crazy, so it was fun. Any New Year's resolutions or changes for the upcoming year? Well, we're into it now, but... Well, um, for me, it's uh, do a little bit better than last year. You know, nothing crazy. Maybe cut back on drinking a little bit more. (laughs) Same. I'm going to maybe try to... Lay off the nicotine, trying to quit, maybe. So, good. All good, good. Things. Maybe get fitter, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, already, you did. I've already started on one of mine. I said no more smoking, and I, I haven't smoked since uh, New Year's Eve. Nice. And to be yeah. honest, I don't even, like, have a craving. You don't? Yeah, like... My dad will come in from smoking, I'll catch a whiff, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> That's good. But, you know, compensate a little bit on vaping. Yeah, you gotta ease your way into it for sure. Yeah, it's No cold turkey. No cold turkey. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm already... I was already kind of in a shitty mood. <laughs> so, the whole no nicotine thing was just making it worse. How do you think that relates to Nazi cultism? <laughs> I don't know, Yeg. I'm going to defer to you since you're the resident Nazi. All right. This is really not funny right now. <laughs> no, this is, a, this is a zombie episode. Yeah, we're going to talk about zombies today. Zombies. Nazi zombies. Yeah, dude, we have to cover Nazi zombies. Yeah, they're um, part of it. Yeah, I thought this would be like a, a fun easy episode to do with very little research, even though, like, Yeg nailed it on his notes. Yeg always comes in clutch with the research. Right. And I always wake up, like, ten minutes before you guys come over. Yeah, and we've established this. It's because you're the funny guy. You're the comic <laughs> relief, the humor. Yeah. The personality. Yeah, he's the personality. Yeah, Yeg, sorry. You're you're the you're the research guy, okay? Yeah, but you do so good at it. <laughs> I got promoted. <laughs> Your job is way cooler. <laughs> All right, so let's let's do this. Um, the first question I want to ask is, what is like your very first, earliest initiation into the zombie world? Like, what movie did you watch? What game did you play? What did you read? Yay. Um, I'm going to be honest, let's, uh, if I would have to nail it back, it would be Resident Evil games. Like, I I cannot think of anything else before that. And that was, that was back when I was young, those, those old Resident Evil games. Yeah, because you're like 72 now, aren't you? I am like definitely not 72. (laughs) (laughs) I think the earliest, like earliest time I was introduced to zombies was probably like Night of the Living Dead and it was just like this the old that old movie yeah. and it was like you know I was like this is dumb but then like um yeah but like as far as like can actually remember like the whole plot and everything would probably be Resident Evil like the first Resident Evil 
you know, Mila Jokovic or whatever. How do you say her name? Jovovich. Jovovich. Um, She's Ukrainian. But yeah, Ye would know. <laughs> yeah. They keep tabs on all the Ukrainian stars. Yeah. All seven of them. <laughs> Mila Kunis. <laughs> She's Russian. I thought she, she was, was Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Oh, I thought she was Russian. Well, do you see? It's okay. <laughs> uh, fact check that. Fact check that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like Red Dress, Mila Jovovich. Such a good movie. Yeah, I think my first, like, real foray into anything zombie related was uh, Resident Evil 2 on PlayStation, original PlayStation. Oh, really? You never. Because like, I'm also 72. I. I yeah. You, yeah. You never, like, delved into <laughs> zombies before that? Well, there wasn't a whole lot before that. You had, like, the Romero movies, which I always thought were hokey. And in hindsight, you know, they were important for the lore and everything, but. Even as a kid, I'd watch him and go, this is fucking ridiculous. Do you think Resident Evil, like, was, like, a turning point for zombie culture? Huge. Yeah, absolutely. Huge turn. Yeah, like, that's what got people really into it. Yeah, like, well, here's a fun fact, is originally Romero was going to direct the Resident Evil movie in the late 90s. In fact, um, like, the opening scene you see in the very first Resident Evil game with the dogs and the stars members, he directed that. Oh, shit. That's cool. That was part of, like, what he was trying to pitch for a movie. Oh. And so that really just gave all the credence. Like, the father of the zombie genre in movies was going to transcend and basically meld together the movies and the games and create something new. But he didn't do it? No, there was some, like, legal disputes and shit like that. Imagine how different it would be if he did. It probably would have been better than that first movie. That first movie is re- just silly. Wait, the first Resident Evil? Yeah. I love oh, the first Resident Evil. Oh, no, we, like, are, we are in disagreement here because the first two Resident Evil are, by a mile, my two favorite movies. Like, all together? Out of all the movies? Out of... Zombie movies. Uh, right. Resident Evil is on my top, top list. Of like, movies. top ten? All right, let's, top. Go, let's go with this. Let's go around and you pick, let's say three, three to five of your favorite zombie movies. Okay, Scott, this time you go first. Ooh, Ooh three to five. Zombie Land's up there. I love Zombie Land. Resident Evil for sure. Um, twenty eight days later, twenty eight weeks later. Love that. Love that series. Um, God, other zombie movies. What are some other great zombie movies? We just talked about it. Train to Busan. Well, 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 Train to Busan, yeah, that's a great one. Where's a few yeg? Yeah, Train to Busan, Resident Evil, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> I absolutely, Dawn of the Dead is of my like, top I, two. I've watched that movie like a thousand times. I've and Zombieland. It's honestly, there's a couple of the ones that I would like to mention. World War Z. Mm. But uh, I feel like I, I never read the book, so I. I don't know how it is, but like the the movie was good, but from the reaction that I got from other people, the books were obviously much 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 better. Where the movie was just incomplete because it, we never saw the second part of it. And uh, I am Legend. Oh yes, my brother he read the books, and I remember when that movie came out, he was telling me how like the books were better because it had like a different ending. Because you know, like in I am Legend, how he has well 
He like throws himself at the zombies with the grenade or something like that. Uh, second movie is coming out, so he survived. <laughs> oh yeah, like it, my brother told me in the books, he doesn't do that. He like he like makes like has comes to an agreement with the alpha zombie and gives him the his daughter or whatever, and like they just like leave him or something like that. Yeah, that's the alternate ending in the movie too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's the original ending from the books. I think you think maybe like the people who worked on the movie, like the producers and the director, were like, you know what? I'm so fucking tired of Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna write this ending just to kill him <laughs> off and not have to work with him again. <laughs> maybe um, did not work. <laughs> no, what really happened was Jada Pinkett had came by the set and they were like, Nah, dude, we got to figure out a way to cut these guys off. Uh, she probably fucked the whole set. <laughs> <laughs> She's like. Hey, Will, uh, your wife was coming on to me. He's like, I know it happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens just casually. Like, See, my wife's name after like, Yeah, she's actually currently <laughs> fucking my uh, son's best friend, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Isn't he, like, underage? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it makes her happy, and I'm here for that. <laughs> no, I gotta say, like, one of my absolute top favorite zombie movies was definitely 28 Days Later, because that introduced, like... The scary fast zombie. Oh, fast zombie. Where they're not like the slow lumbering home. Because it's like, if you put me in a zombie apocalypse with slow lumbering zombies, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Oh, but yeah. the fast ones, like, my cardio sucks. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, slow zombies, though, like, they can overwhelm you. I absolutely agree with Scott. Um, slow zombies have the numbers, and I feel like. A moment you stop paying attention for at least a second that's when they get you at least in the movies and i feel like that would be in the real life like you think you have everything under control and you're doing it good 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 until you don't mm-hmm. yeah but i think you have a better chance with the slow you, ones you definitely have a better ones. chance that's why those those fast fuckers they get you yeah no it's like you don't even bother carrying like a pistol you just use a shotgun yeah. So your aim doesn't matter as much. Yeah, but then you're like, oh, at least they're not uh, Left for Dead zombies, you know? Oh, So let's hit that, since uh, that was my next question. Zombie video games. I'll take the lead on this one. Okay. First and foremost is Call of Duty Zombies. World at War oh. Edition. Oh, yeah. Classic as fuck. You know, the whole lore behind it and everything was just so cool, and it was so well thought out. Oh, yeah. when they made those original maps and then obviously they had to keep throwing shit into it so now it's like this huge convoluted thing but like classic right there oh. second left for dead yeah I grew up like playing zombies with my friends I played zombies more than their actual Call of Duty and so Same. I agree like if we're talking about like favorite zombie games for sure Call of Duty zombies spent hours playing Call of Duty zombies uh, I don't know if you guys remember the World of War uh, zombies. I actually didn't know that was a thing for a while. I was a Call of Duty multiplayer grinder, you know? And then one day I was just invited to the lobby because uh, how you unlock it is uh, you beat you have to beat the game and then the yeah. and then it unlocks for you. So, you, like, I did beat the game, but I didn't even know it unlocked it. So I just kept playing until one day... Um, a guy invited me to be like, you want to play some zombies? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? And he gets me in, and from there on, obsession was born. Dude, I was fucking hardcore addicted like, to that. 
it, and it was it just honestly for me for at, at, at least until Black Ops Three, it was getting better for a very long time. Well, you didn't like Black Ops Three. No, Black Ops Three was pretty much the Chronicles pack uh-huh. that gives you the all of them. Yeah. And after that, I feel like I feel like everything else after that was. Uh, you didn't like any of the new zombie maps or like the lore behind it or anything. I don't even think there was anything uh, connecting for after the Black Ops Three. I don't think ever Black Ops Four. I don't think have anything uh, connecting together. They had like the, I don't think they had the, the original uh, like trio or well with Rick Toffin, so four of them. But like, I don't, I I don't, I don't know if they tied into those ones because he had like a whole new set of characters. But I think it was still a good like. That they did have that. Uh, Romero uh, the Donald Call of the, the Dead Call of the Dead Call of the Dead Mob of the Dead Mob of the Dead Mob of the Dead was in the prison Call of the Dead was the one with Romero oh where it had like the four movie stars Danny Trejo and yeah, 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 Robert Englund Sam Michelle oh yeah but they, the Mob of the Dead was cool too because they had all the those like I actors. fucking loved Mob of the Dead it right was then. it was so because there was a little it, it felt like a Two original story is just a little side quest because they were linked together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like they had that one guy from Kill Bill. <clears throat> yeah, Michael Madsen. Yeah, he was <clears throat> he was really good in that. Like that, his character. Well, that was like the first one that I got more invested in the Easter eggs uh, that played in story wise because you find out like the one character was a rat. Oh And yeah. he turns on all of you in the end. I feel like that actor always plays a rat. Wasn't he the actor that played that guy, the guy from Matrix? Cypher, yeah. Cypher, he always... He's, he's like, always a fucking bad guy. He's like, a ratty bad guy. Yeah, I think it's just the way his face is. I feel bad for him. <laughs> he's actually a good actor. He is a great actor. He's like, but what are the roles I play? He's just pigeonholed, like... Yeah. You're never going to cast Schwarzenegger as, like, you know, some deep-thinking uh, philosopher or whatever. He's yeah. a fucking action guy. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. just the way it goes. But yeah, another hyper classic that really got way out of hand was uh, Resident Evil, obviously. Oh, yeah. obviously. Like, I didn't play the first one until way later, but two and three were, those were my jam. I oh, yeah. loved those games. I honestly was never a big Resident Evil player. I was a fan, but like when growing up, like my brother had the PlayStation, so he kind of bogarted that from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I kind of like played a lot of those old PS2 PlayStation games like vicariously through him cuz I just watch him play them. But I never really like got the full feel of it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those that you more or less had to be there at the time yeah. to really get the full effect of it because even now, when a when a Resident Evil game comes out, I'll play it. Or a, a movie comes out, I'll watch it just because the investment I have into it as a fan. I'm sure Yake feels the same way because he's also old as fuck. Also old as fuck. I played retiring. <laughs> not too recently, I played uh, the Village. I think it's called. Have you yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That one was way fun. I had a blast with that. Like I played with uh, my girl's little brother, and we like try to complete all the, get all the objective or bonus objectives or whatever to unlock all the guns and stuff. It was so cool. Dude, I got a Resident Evil 4 on the Oculus, the remake version. Oh. Which is, it's pretty gangster. But as far as zombie games on the Oculus go, 
It's mid. Yeah. I think doing it in VR just takes it to a whole other level, though. It does, especially when you play a game like uh, Death Horizon, where it's zombies, but you have uh, a physical interaction with them. Like, you can pick up a pipe or a hammer or something and fucking bludgeon them to death just <laughs> as quick as you can shoot them. Yeah. You guys remember that game where it was like GTA but zombies? The What? You, you know which one I'm talking about? GTA but zombies. Yeah, it was... Uh, oh, sounds familiar. It's... it's It had at least three three games. Oh, uh, is it Dead Rising where you would yeah, make the weapons yes, and shit? Yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. Dead Rising was a little, little I'm like a, guilty pleasure. I don't oh, think the sure. game was su- like super good, but it was fun because you, like I don't know, you just kind of zone off and you just kill zombies. Dude. You just make guns. You make the silliest fucking <laughs> weapons possible to take out zombies. I love that game. That and so it, it felt it felt a little bit like. Uh, like how it would have been, you know, you just you just do your best and you just go out there and you just get materials and you just slaughter fucking zombies. Except. Or Zombie Bowl, where you have like the chainsaws on the side of the motorcycle and you have to like... <laughs> oh, <run> yeah. <laughs> that was so fun. I, I, like the one weapon I remember from that game was you would build like this big metal ball and you put like batteries and shit in it. And you would roll it, and whenever it would touch the zombies, they would, like, get zapped and fly back and shit. Oh, yeah. So it was just like a, hey, I need to get over there and roll it like a bowling ball. And, yeah, path is clear. <laughs> so, going back to zombies, let's take it away from uh, video games and movies and shit for a minute. Oh, sideways. Honorable mention, The Walking Dead. The Walking the, Dead The series. first, like, four seasons max after uh, that. Well, the, where, where where did it cut off for you guys? Where was the cutoff point, exact cutoff point? Because I, I have mine. Okay, I'm going to be like Yig, so I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest and <laughs> tell you that I didn't really watch a whole lot of the show. Because everybody was talking about it, so I feel like every time somebody like mentioned something to me about the show, I'd be like, oh, cool, <laughs> there's a spoiler for me. <laughs> I will say, um, season one was great. Yeah, season I watched two all season one. Was better written than season three, but it was still fucking boring. But the like upbeat moments were really powerful. Season three, you kept waiting for it to get really good, and it just didn't. And then season four was kind of like that. The, my like full on legit cutoff moment was when, spoiler alert, <laughs> Rick decided to not kill Negan, and it was like fuck that, I'm done. Yeah. I didn't get that far. <laughs> like, the last episode I watched was when he, like, beats freaking, uh, what's his name's it? Glenn. Glenn's Glenn. name it. Oh, right. Yeah. It looked like sloth from fucking Goonies. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, the last episode I watched. How far did you get? Um, so, pretty much, I finished the prison when they, uh, the prison got overrun, and... You know, a lot of people complain about prison, but I that one made so much sense to me because that's one of my hideouts for for zombie breakout because of security. Well, anyway, well that's a good question, or that's a good question. Yeah, that's that's for later. That's okay. that's for later. But pretty much as soon as they left the prison, everything after that felt felt blank. Felt like okay. Like, do you? What do you mean? Do you think that like? They shouldn't have left the prison, or what I mean, if they left the prison, 
they all scattered and then they all were on their separate journeys and it felt like their separate journeys were um, not as good not as good definitely not as good and I and I just completely stopped yeah I think that's one of the big like uh, tropes I guess of um, zombie apocalypse kind of things is like you know people in communities surviving and stuff trying to like reclaim the world you know I think that's a big part of like what makes it interesting like ooh what are they how are they gonna survive how are they gonna get food you know stuff like that yeah the you know they always have a dictator somewhere trying to take over or trying to rule and you know that shit will never change it could be, you know, zombie apocalypse, no government, no anything. There's going to be somebody in charge somewhere trying to fucking seize the power. Well, that's, those shows in movies and anything that has that, like, post-apocalyptic in a zombie fashion kind of thing really just, like, illustrates that we're the monsters, not the zombies. They're just a condition. Oh, yeah. That actually, like, I know we, we're still on movies and TV shows and games, but, uh, like, in The Last of Us show... How like he, um, um, Joel goes to that uh, community where his brother's at. Have you seen that? Uh, didn't finish it, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. So he goes to the community and he's like, "This is basically a commune. Like it's essentially communism, you know." <laughs> but it's like everything's working for them. Like on this like small scale, communism is like working great for them because like everybody gets what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, they go out and we get supplies and stuff. But that's kind of interesting, like how like post apocalyptic politics would play out. <laughs> uh, actually, definitely feel bad that we did not mention that show until now. That was a very good show, and the way zombies start, the epidemic starts, is really really good. Because it could actually happen. Because that one actually real. That's what makes it so much better than the rest. Yeah, the zombie fungus just, you know, inhabits us. Because, like, yeah, I could totally see, like, fungus being... uh, Well, it's happening to deer right now. Oh, yeah, the zombie deer. Okay. Yeah, that kind of segues into where I was was going before. Take it away, Dave. Real-life zombies and real-life instances of zombies, they, they've got a huge long history, and Yeg's notes are really good, and I feel kind of inadequate right now. But uh, I thought we'd kind of go around and talk about some of those. Like, uh, what was that? Uh, the dude in, I think it was in Florida, it's got all fucked up always on bath salts and ate that guy's face and <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when that came out and everybody was like, oh my god, it's a zombie apocalypse. It's really happening. And it happened like around the time that The Walking Dead (laughs) came out too. So, and that was like such a big thing culturally at the time that people were like, finally, yes, it's happening. I'm like, can we like take a moment and realize this guy ate another dude's face? Like, why are we so excited about it? The math is strong with this one. (laughs) Like, they thought they they were desensitizing us to aliens. (laughs) Really, they're desensitizing us to zombies. (laughs) I think that shows, like, your intellectual level. What are you more excited about, like, a zombie apocalypse or, like, the reveal of aliens and people are like, zombies, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to shoot people justifiably. I I can't wait to rape my neighbors and steal all their food and shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you got over there, Yeg? What What's like the the one real life zombie type thing that intrigues you the most? Well, I have a lot, a lot of history, but let's let's focus on the current stuff right now. This this whole zombie deer thing, where uh, 
it takes over their brain and they are like undead walking corpses just pretty much so there's a real zombie deer. there's zombie deer is it because of the fungus it, it's a, yeah there's a virus gets in their brain uh, so it, it's a virus it is definitely a virus what do you and, know what the virus what, is called I don't know zombie deer virus zombie deer virus well pending <laughs> so far it's not supposed to spread to humans but you know you give it time and uh, like COVID-19 it'll catch up to you <laughs> yeah because they'll lie about zombie deer virus too they don't give a shit <laughs> what about you Scott you got any real life zombie stuff that intrigues you yeah the whole um, the zombie mushroom thing is crazy because like you said like I could the, the deer or whatever could take over if it could take over this virus could take over the deer then what's to say that it's just a couple of evolutions away from us do you think that it was engineered by our government or by, <laughs> by people do you think it was engineered by people or do you think it's just a natural thing um, like the earth has just like gone through all of its countermeasures to kill humans because we're destroying the planet so it's like zombies <laughs> I, I, I would not say earth is trying to kill humans I would say that just evolution is happening that would be a lot smarter and if zombie outbreak happens it is 90% government's fault because they probably were fucking around and find out <laughs> dude it's more like 99 come on now okay so I'm I'm just genuinely curious what, so if, say the zombie deer spreads to humans, there's a zombie apocalypse, what's your go-to? Like, I want to know what your go-to zombie loadout is, I want to know, like, where you're going, what are you doing? Go ahead, Yig. Alright, well, I'm gonna, there was a spoiler earlier, prison is actually my number one spot, just because of all of so, the... So, let me throw in a caveat, Scott, you gotta choose... Are we talking like the slow lumbering Walking Dead zombies, or are we talking like Twenty Eight Days Later, World War Z, fast zombies? You know what? Let's do both. What would what is your top pick? So you location could, specific. So you it? could go more like Call of Duty zombies, in because they're a mixture. Yeah. Okay. Some so of them are like lumbering, and some of them are just running. Let's do that. Let's just do like lumbering zombies so just uh, normal prison I'm gonna be honest prison has been the number one spot for me mall again Dawn of, Dawn of the Dead shout out is the second best spot and that one either is good. if you have enough people mall feels like would be a, a good location so why those locations well why the prison prison security straight up oh for sure if you can get to the control center and the bare minimum have enough supplies to start even if there's more zombies in the prison, you just start slowly opening one door at a time and start slaughtering. So start clearing rooms. Start clearing room by room, doing it at your own pace, you know, and well, then until until you finished all of it, and then and then start from there. Okay, so the biggest perk for the prison would be security. Security, straight up security. Okay, what are you gonna do about food? That's where I said if you have enough supplies, and then. Oh okay. So, so from from there on, you have to you have to get your own supplies, get in there, and then hopefully by the time you finish clearing the rooms, you run out of supplies. Now you have to start going on the missions. Yeah. See, that was there's the downside though too because prisons are genuine, genuinely, general or oh, I can't genuinely, talk. genuinely. Okay. 
Well, they're normally... That fucking word. They're normally outside of... I am the foreign one here. Yeah, they're outside of... Uh, Rob is not going to be making fun of me. <laughs> I just woke up, okay? They're outside of the uh, civilization, you know, outside of the cities, you know, so you have a ways to go to if you want to scavenge. And then, like, um, all the exits to the cities and stuff are kind of probably going to be piled up with cars and stuff, so you're going to have to find a way to, like, efficiently get into the city to get supplies. So that's going to be... I don't think... I didn't say it was fucking easy. I know. That's why I'm like, is there better... So I think the mall, the mall is a good choice. Mall is a good choice, but, but you need you need definitely at least a fucking team to patrol that place. Uh huh. And there's lots of and barricaded entrances, lots of you know little ent- like behind the stores. You know they have like they might have like uh, entrances in the you know kind of in the little they have like little like what do they call like pathways and stuff for workers and stuff. I mean, in... Uh, prisons, they have pr- food in prisons. They make the shitty food, but the, you will survive for a while, same as mall. That's true. What about you, Dave? They, do, your- they do feed them in prisons, just letting you know. I know they feed them in prisons. But it's like, I don't know how well, because usually they have like the cooks and stuff. Well, yeah, sure. You're going to start, you're gonna start learning Most today. Most shit is like, it's either in large quantity cans or it's dehydrated. That's true. So, good shelf life. Yeah, I I'm gonna go way opposite, and I'm going downtown. You're going downtown. Yeah, so I'm gonna pick a a building that's multiple stories. And let let's theorize that like, it's been a year or whatever. You've been out in the wilderness and you've survived, and the zombies are kind of making their hordes and going around. So, downtown isn't like super vastly populated. I'm talking like near the avenues downtown. Okay. And I'm going to find a multi-story building with a flat top so I can grow crops and accumulate water and things like that on the roof of the building, but then just keep the bottom level of the building. You don't even have to barricade it. Just barricade your pathways that go up so they can't come up there. But if the nearby buildings are just as tall, if not taller, you can create, you know, like zip lines or bridges or whatever to walk into these other buildings oh, and go scavenge true. the next buildings over and over. I mean, let's be real. A zombie apocalypse is a waiting game. Yeah. They're always rotting and shit. Like, eventually they're going to rot to nothing. That's true. So I think if you can, if you could just hold out for, you know, two or three years. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, super viable for us specifically in our area. Well, maybe because we have, like, big lakes but i was thinking we have deserts well we have the salt lake which is shallow but we have like utah lake which is a little deeper so like get like a sailboat or go to any kind of like a houseboat or something and live out on a boat in the water the pirates of the caribbean your ass if you could figure (laughs) out a way to desalinate like seawater that's where you want to be out on the ocean. Or, well, if you need to go into supplies, you're like, well, I'll just go to the beach, jump off, take my team, go get supplies, come back. Well, it might as well just go to the island. If you can find an island isolated. That's the problem, though. It's, it's like, think about Not this, here. Think no. about this area right now. If, if a zombie apocalypse broke out right this minute, where is everybody going to want to go? The mountains. The mountains, yeah. So the mountains are going to be just as populated as the valley, and it's going to be the same 
within an island to any nearby places like uh you know where i'm from we have catalina island that's like catalina wine mixer <laughs> catalina, that's where that happened yeah yeah so which you know like 40 or 50 miles off the shoreline people from southern california are going to try to get there like oh i'm going to be safe there no you're not because everybody's going to be there well, you it's know, gonna be the worst high school reunion ever. <laughs> that makes me think, though, too, because do you think the government would try to secure those islands and stuff for people to, you know, like? Do you think that there's a lot of islands? Yeah, I feel like islands is definitely going to be it, and then maybe the government goes in and like nukes the entire <laughs> like. I feel like that's counterproductive. Like, what if we nuke the zombies and they like mutate to be stronger zombies? <laughs> I mean, you're going to get a big chunk of them. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas will be completely gone, but you're going to knock out at least that amount of zombies. Yeah, but then at the same time, you just destroyed that entire land for years and years. So you can't farm it or nothing. It's all fun and games until like zombies start getting some of the memories and Texas zombies are starting <laughs> Start hunting. You're like, boys, we got to get them whites. <laughs> yeah, I was... I was just curious about what your guys' go-to was. And I have another question, but we can continue. No, you know what? Send it, and then we'll, we'll come back. Okay, so to um, extrapolate onto that, like, what would be your perfect zombie loadout? What would you go out to scavenge? What would be your loadout? Mm. If you could have... You know, say you come upon, like, a gun store or an armory or something. Okay, you got an armory? Okay, well, you do not want to have... Too much heavy gear on you. I agree. Like, I, you would want to protect something like, like for arms. You definitely want to have a protection for that. The places that you most likely, as a reaction, try to block. Mm-hmm. So I would put armor on my arms. What armor? Uh, just you know something something simple. Oh uh, yeah, like, like nothing. Just you know, bite resistant. That would be a good good call. Leather and duct tape. Yeah, I would totally go full leather. Just for multiple purposes. One, it's it is resistant. It's abrasion resistant. Like if their teeth are rotting anyway, they go to try to bite in the leather, it's just gonna break their shitty old teeth. Yeah. Plus it's hide. It's cowhide. Like it's gonna stink when it gets hot. You're gonna smell just like them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And thirdly, you're gonna look fucking awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah Mad Max baby. Like spiked um, armor and stuff. Uh and then I would be be SMG probably honestly SMG would be my okay so you have as a as a MSI sidearm my CZ <laughs> I'll put it this way yeah so you have like your main weapon you have your your kit like as far as like your armor and like what you wear you have your sidearm and then you have like a melee weapon so you would do CZ for your CZ definitely as my sidearm why the CZ though I just you know go what wait what rounds does that use. Nine millimeter. So nine. So that's pretty common. So you'd be able to yes, scavenge the ammo for it. Okay. What about your like main weapon? I uh, just uh, MP5 would be. MP5. Well, why the MP5? Uh, because, because they look dope as fuck. Because they are very dope. Exactly. But uh, honestly, it's super. It's not too heavy, not too light. You know, it, it's it's good. Good. Not too long. You easy to use, easy to switch around with if you need to, because you you do not want something you do not want like a fucking sniper rifle even though like it would help you a lot. Um, sniper rifle would be. So you'd want like a 
you would have to stay far away and you would attract more stuff. Yeah, you want like... We would want silence MP5 probably just not to attract attention. Okay. What about you, Dave? You go first. So, I thought about this, actually. So, I well, want... We, we're, we're like men. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Caucasian males. We think about this more than we should. Probably so. more than we should. We're... we're uh, Reliving that moment every single day. <laughs> okay, so as far as armor, yeah, I agree. Like, lots of leather for bite protection. And then maybe some sort of, like, molly vest or something to hold all my stuff. Like, pouches and everything. Backpack. Like, a, a like a, maybe a hiking backpack or maybe something smaller to store, like, supplies and stuff as I scavenge. And for ammo. Um, but for my main weapon, I would want probably just like a suppressed 22 because you don't, if they're rotting over time, their skin, you know, they're not armored. You're not going to, you're not fighting armored zombies for the most part. And then the 22 should be more than enough to get into, to pierce maybe their, their brain. And then uh, 22s are pretty common. Everybody buys 20. You could probably scavenge a house and find 22 uh, rounds. Okay. And then uh, a suppressed 22 is like as quiet as you can be. And then as far as my sidearm, probably, yeah, like some sort of like 9mm uh, pistol or something for, you know, if I, my 22 doesn't get through to them. But then like my 22 will be like a rifle so I can be at distance. And then for my melee weapon, I'd probably have some sort of like ultralight axe. I, so like like, I thought you were gonna sell a lightsaber, but no, not a lightsaber. <laughs> I had a lightsaber, real one. That killing all the zombies. That just became a primary weapon. <laughs> yeah. Like a carbon fiber axe. It's lightweight, uh, preferably maybe with like a spike on one end, the axe bit on the other end, and then like a crowbar. Because you're gonna be trying to get I, into I, houses. I and do stuff. have some criticism about your twenty-two. Why? What is, what is your uh, do you know that the a lot of times twenty two doesn't pierce the skull? Yeah, but like if it's a that's what I was saying. If they're like they're soft, you you're know? you're you're counting on that. Like, do do you think me and Dave will be counting on them being weak? I don't know. I just feel like well, that and like okay, so say it's just enough to pierce the skull, but not to go out the other end, and so it's bouncing inside of their brain. That's your best case scenario. Mm-hmm. But I... Well, I and with a twenty two, your follow-up shots are super easy. Yeah. And there's almost no recoil. It's... Psh, psh, psh. And it's quiet. It's that, That's the biggest thing. Like, your MP5 is going to be attracting... Even suppressed is going to be attracting zombies that are, like, in your in your vicinity. So, say you're, you're in a mall surrounded by zombies and you're shooting your twenty two, You could pick them off and they're not going to be like, oh, what is that? Like, oh, the dog is dead? <laughs> yeah, but your MP5, you're going to unload. You're going to go through your entire magazine in like 10 seconds. And then you're going to have all these zombies like slowly shambling towards you because they can hear it still. Again, your plan only works if if thing penetrates the skull, which there's a lot of cases where the 22 victims who were shot survived yeah but these are a lot more than they should be but you know people these are getting shot in the head these are healthy humans that we're shooting not shambling zombies that have flesh ripped off of them and stuff and bones are still bones yeah but well the well, brain is big. technically 
from a physiological standpoint, a zombie is going to be vastly dehydrated, which means their bone marrow is dehydrated, which means they're brittle. Yeah, yeah. So well, we'll just we'll just say if no, they are. I, I I get it from your point of view. Yes, it makes every, a sense. If the twenty two didn't work, then yeah, I'd probably use. Then you know, I would use a lightsaber. I would not use an automatic weapon. I'd use a semi-automatic weapon to conserve ammunition. You can get a rifle that you can chamber either a twenty two long rifle or a twenty two magnum. A twenty two magnum will penetrate a skull. Oh, there you go. It'll happen. So my my loadout's a little bit different. <laughs> like that mic drop you just did on you. I think you're both right, but I'm more right. Uh, so I agree with the leather. I've always thought that would be like the way to go. All leather. I would just grab my plate carrier that I have at the ready because it's housed for magazines. It has a day pack on it. Oh, yeah. And it has level four plates in it. So it's like I'm less worried about the zombies attacking me in the plate area as much as I am worried about like other humans who would try to kill me. I didn't think about that. So that's kind of where the nine comes from too. But like but that's that's where like my guns come into play. So like my rifle I would definitely use a short barreled AR fifteen chambered in five five six. Preferably with like a, a wild barrel in it so I could use two twenty three or five five six. Yeah. Because for one, those magazines everybody's got a fucking AR fifteen. Cops have AR fifteens in their cars. When the military comes out, they're issued AR-15. So the same Stenag 30-round magazine, you're going to find a shitload of them. That's true. Everybody's got an AR here in America. And it has more knockdown power. (laughs) For a pistol, definitely going with a Glock, preferably a 17 or a 34, because that's like the most common handgun, so you're going to be able to find magazines. I don't want to have to like find a cop and take their Glock mag out and take their bullets out to put it in my CZ mag. That's true. I just want to be able to grab his mag and go. That's so true. No offense to your CZ. But that could mean the difference. Like, you're over there, oh, shit, I gotta load my rounds. One second, zombies. Dave's just like, oh, new magazine? Pop it in. Don't worry, I'll save John Wick, flip it out. Hey, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I honestly think you guys are on track and it's not about, like, oh, this gun is going to work and this one isn't, or like the the folly of one or the high point of the other. It's really about what can you do with it. Yeah. And that's really what it all comes down to. It, it Like if... Can you take a break? Yep. <laughs> all right, so let's go back to the real-life zombie stuff. So, like, one of the earliest things I recall of thinking that zombies had some kind of real ties in this world was... Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. Faces of Death? No. You ever heard of it? It sounds very familiar. Is that that band movie? Yeah, so there was a series of them throughout like the late 80s, throughout the 90s, where it was like it would show real deaths and real gruesome shit and suicides and skinning and all this other terrible, terrible stuff. And I remember there was one segment where uh, this like voodoo priest was talking about this guy's a zombie and he was kind of lumbering towards these people in this like small village in either Jamaica or Haiti. It's been so long since I've seen him, but he's like trying to attack people and they fucking kill him. Like they just pull out whatever guns they have and they keep shooting him. And he's almost not affected for a minute until his body is just like, never mind, I'm done. Wow. But he's just taking rounds and he's still walking and, I rem- and they talked about, like, he was turned into a zombie, and which later on in my life I kind of learned a little bit more about. And, like, 
voodoo, hoodoo, and Santeria all have kind of the same ties together. They're all their own religions. But they all have their own process of turning somebody into a zombie. And a lot of them talk about, like, the origins of that was when they were slaves. If they knew that the the owner or the master or whatever was going to kill one of their family members, they would turn them into a zombie. So they would appear dead, completely dead, no pulse, nothing, to the master. But then they would just hide that person out. Even though they're still alive, they appear dead. So are they really alive or are they, like, quote-unquote zombies? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just strictly going off of, like, lore that I've heard. What was that on? Was that, like, a YouTube thing? No. No, it was literally, like, it's VHS cassettes that y- oh, you would wow. basically get in, like, the back room of uh, video stores. So the, like, snuff the dark, The dark web. Yeah, yeah that, that was the OG dark web. Oh, wow. What about you, Yeg? Um, well, for me, let's see, during my research, I actually stumbled upon some interesting stuff because I was trying to go back as much, as far as I can go back on zombies history or mentions of it or anything like that. And like, I got back all the way to ancient Greece where in their pictures, they would, on their paintings and stuff, they would show skeletons being pinned down by massive rocks and that kind of symbolizes like shows that they wanted them they wanted them to keep them down without from rising so So do you think that ties into like greek mythology uh yeah absolutely like you know definitely hades oh yeah because later in roman greek um literature the undead kind of so uh appear in the dreams <coughs> appear in the dreams and they usually tell you uh, the future your your future so somehow they were oracle kind of in the way oracles like undead could see a future and they would tell you your future in in the dream that that, that that's how it was in Roman Roman Greek literature that that so that's you know but at the end of the day everything tied back into uh, Central Africa, in it, where it's actually like zombies, like actual word zombies came from. There's a, it's, yeah, or like uh, like necromancers and stuff. You know, like that's the that's the white person zombie caster <laughs> in, in, in Africa in zombi, which means uh, corpse. In uh, Michigan language, I might have butchered that language, but I think you nailed it. I mean, yeah. I don't know for sure, but it's and uh, there is another word, <laughs> zombie, spirit of the dead person uh, in Congo language. So like zombies itself definitely come from Africa. From Africa yeah. yeah. You know, I gotta <clears throat> throw out a little fun fact. Is uh, after my whole foray into that faces of death thing, and then you know later on when like. Uh, I was able to go rent movies myself. I rented this movie called The Serpent and the Rainbow. It's about this guy who travels to... Uh, I can't remember if it's Jamaica or Haiti. They're basically the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like Canada versus America. It's Yeah, anyway. And it was about zombies. And I thought, wow, this movie's actually really interesting. Because at one point in the movie, they like try to turn him into a zombie and it doesn't work. But I found out much later on that 
the song Voodoo by Godsmack was written in inspiration of that movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Fun little fact. That's cool. I can follow up with the fun little yeah, fact. Yeah, let's do a fact check. Send it. Okay. Um, the, first, the first movie, White Zombie, that was the first zombie movie ever made, uh, <coughs> inspired Rob Zombie to, to get his name and uh, make a band, White Zombie. Well, I actually did not know that. I actually learned that about 24 hours ago. <laughs> so, wait, so where did the when did the movie come out? Uh, remember? I do not remember the year, but it was about 90 years ago. 90 years ago? 90 years ago. And they were talking about zombies? Wow. They were talking about zombies, and it was... Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, do you think they were trying to open the uh, gate to Agartha? No. <laughs> Just kidding. My lawyer's gonna thank me. No. Uh, Scott, do you know any real life zombies? Just one. Just kidding. Just me. Just me. <laughs> I saw you mouth that, and as soon as you did, it was like makes perfect sense. <laughs> no, but like, have you ever met somebody that you think might be like? Have you ever? Like, this is kind of off topic, but, like, have you ever met somebody that you're like, this person is not a human? Oh, all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. There are several people that I'm convinced that, like, not to get too off topic here, but if you were to put in the whole string of different, like, theories of uh, uh, simulation theory or zombies or fucking vampires, whatever, there are people that I've met in my life, and I'm sure it's actually the same for everybody if you really sit down and chew on that idea that you're like, yeah, that person is probably a fucking zombie. That guy is for sure an alien. Oh, for sure. And then that guy is an NPC. I think I've told you this story though, but, um, my brother, when he was younger, he did the, a Ouija board in a cemetery, in, in a cemetery, which is like a bad idea, but they were just joking around with the, the ghosts or whatever you want to, you know, however you want to think about it. But, uh, they asked them, are vampires real? Because, like, vampires, like, fall into the, you know, undead, Svigoi, kind of, like, zombie kind of realm. Makes sense. And they gave them an address on the Ouija board. And it was some place in New Jersey. And uh, they looked it up. They Googled that address in New Jersey. And it's, like, apparently there's uh, vampire sightings there. What the fuck? Yeah, so like they used a Ouija board in the cemetery here in Salt Lake, and the, the ghost told them that the, they asked if vampires were real, and they gave them an address in New Jersey. <laughs> of course, it would be New Jersey. That place is a shithole. <laughs> yeah. So, like going back to if you've ever met a zombie, I was researching this topic called um, Cotter? Cotard? I can't remember how they pronounced it. It's a syndrome named after this doctor who came up with it, where these people get this weird, like, uh, hypochondria delusion. Where in the, the first patient he found this in, this woman was convinced that her organs inside her body were dead and they were rotting. But she was immortal, which is why she didn't die. What the hell? This is a real thing? This is an absolutely real thing. And there's been quite a few documented cases of it, but not enough to, like, really merit a huge you know, like medical investigation into it. Yeah. But there are certain factors that 
all of them kind of had, they all, well, most of them had like this disassociative idea that some part of them was dead. Like this one guy was convinced that his brain was dead. And keep in mind, this research was done a long time ago, but he no longer like desired any nourishment for food. So he didn't eat. He really could not like think about anything. He would literally sit and stare at a wall for the entire day. Um, all of them consecutively seem to have no pain receptors. There's a name for it when you can't feel pain and I can't think of it off the top yeah, of Yeah, it's a super rare condition. Yeah, but all of them magically had it in conjunction with this hypochondriac delusion. Wait, so there's more than one person? Oh, yeah, there's been quite a few people. But not, like I said, not like enough to merit this huge medical yeah. discovery on it. But this one French doctor figured it out for the most part. And like diagnosed all these other people with it. But basically it's them being zombies. Like they lose all sense of empathy or care. They have almost no emotions. They can't feel pain. And they're pretty sure like these people are convinced that body parts of theirs are dead or gone or missing entirely. So it's kind of like a weird realistic zombie thing. But what became of it? that's pretty much it it's kind of in a way mocked by current science yeah because now we have drugs and pills for everything and we have diagnoses for all kinds of mental disorders and things like that that i'm sure there are people who still have that but it's under a different name yeah maybe like schizophrenic or something yeah it's a little deeper than that super depressed <coughs> why what do you think gay uh what do you mean it's a lot deeper than that? Well, you know, first of all, I feel like as humans, we do get to, like, tolerate pain. The more the more pain you go through, the, the you know, the more you tolerate. Oh, I got you. So you think they're just, like, super tolerant? Like, there was a serial killer. I forgot his name. But what happened to him, he had a very tough childhood. And then he was sent to Catholic school. Catholic school. And they were pretty much torturing them, torturing him the entire time. And it got to the point where they were wear themselves out torturing him, and he would not feel anything. Wow. He had extremely high resistance to pain. So, like, you know... So, so what, what I'm trying to say is, you know... Life builds you up like that. <laughs> so, so you think some of these people were just like subjected to torture, so they have this not, huge not exactly out. torture, just constant pain. Yeah. And uh, our bodies are very, how to say, like they're amazing in terms of trying to heal us. Really? They try to figure out what's a, what's the problem and how how they can help. So like if I met one of those guys, he said he's a zombie, and I'm some like, you know scientist that just doesn't have no morals I'm over there stabbing him like 30 times and be like oh you don't feel this are you sure about that <laughs> yeah point me to one of your notes what do you got that you want to really bring up uh, slavery oh how yeah. yeah how like slaves coming from Africa with their traditions brought to the Americas and the Caribbean Absolutely. have evolved that into like the zombie culture and everything that's that's where they came from the 
bringing slaves over here, brought their religion over here, and uh, found a lot of fun stuff about that. Um, the region called Genya. Kenya? Genya. 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 Uh, believe people were buried, taken out of their graves for servitude in faraway lands. And, and uh, people in Africa really were afraid of that. Like, that was their, that was their fear, being, not being in control, which is kind of like fear of slavery. That's, that's pretty genius when you think about it. If you can resurrect a dead person and then, to sell into slavery, it's basically like a used car salesman selling a lemon. Like, you yeah. know it's going to break down. <laughs> You're like, yeah, take one of our zombie slaves. Oh, you know what? I'll give you a discount. You buy ten of these, I'll give you one for free. Well, it, it kind of developed just from slavery, you know, because people were taken and they were taken against their will, which is kind of similar to zombies. You die, you do not have your own will anymore. Oh, so you think zombies are rooted into like the slave trade and yeah, yeah. that they just like lost all hope for. They they also they also believed witches would capture someone's shadow or aura until they fully control them. Oh, Baba Yaga. So it's like kind of yeah, similar. Eat children. Well, that's kind of like the roots of zombies is that it's like witchcraft or like hoodoo. Yeah. So like so it, it was so like slavery and uh, zombies kind of very very like they're linked together. Yeah, I can totally in, see in, that. In, in a way. Yeah, I can see, like, slaves coming over. And on. Uh, another fun fact I have about that is the people who were taken into slavery and brought to these other lands, like, you know, Louisiana, let's say. Let's, that's that, how that's, it got here. That's, that's how it's, uh, heritage passed down from slaves. Yeah. Um, the, it would be brought back, but i think in their religion was they cannot kill themselves here on the, on this land they had to die normally so because if they kill themselves they they if they die normally they go back to this land genya and that's where they would be reborn and start their life over again but if they kill themselves here they would be brought back to be used as uh, zombies oh what the hell? so again they would lose their uh, will again that's crazy. So, like, I could, like, I was gonna say, I could totally see slaves coming over from Africa, and, you know, with all their traditions and stuff, they see these, you know, emaciated slaves on these boats that are just, like, have no will to live, you know? And they're like, oh, these are zombies, you know? Yeah. Or, like, or they could, maybe they thought, some say someone passes out from dehydration or something, they think they're dead. They bury them, and then they do some ritual on them to revive them, thinking that they're zombies, but really they're just emaciated humans, you know? There was a lot of cases in Africa with serial killers <laughs> pretending to be uh, voodoo doctors. Yeah. And just doing sacrifices just because they were building an army and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the idea of um, zombies being from a viral outbreak? Oh, like as compared to like what? Like, so like, let's so say like voodoo, voodoo, instead of a religious aspect or some form of black magic or any, some kind of external source that we really can't understand is, uh, 
what if it was like a viral outbreak? Like, what if COVID nineteen was actually like first step to yeah to uh, maybe breaking down your body's off. resistance to a certain virus that eventually could get leaked out and turn humans into zombies? It's all well, speculation. Well, let's all ask speculation, our resident sure. black magician over here. Yeah, yeah you, you you are Korean black magic. I am, uh, I am. <laughs> I'm level three, baby. I'm a level three black magician. <laughs> out of three levels, or <laughs> out of ton, like ten. <laughs> out of ten. Okay, you got a ways to go. Yeah, I still have but what do you think the possibility of something like that is? That it could become a virus. So, so you have like uh, that show, uh, The Last of Us, where it's a fungus versus just like a virus. Yeah, just like an, an engineered virus to basically reanimate a dead body. I could totally see. Yeah, like I think that's very viable. I think it's definitely way more viable. I think that's pretty much the so like if it's gonna happen, it's probably gonna happen like that just because of scientists trying to find a way to like just like in Resident Evil, Resident mm-hmm. Evil, they were trying to bring back the dead or you know revive dead dead cells, and it's just one accident away from. You know, happening. Yeah, like they're trying to cure cancer, and really, they. Uh, I'm sure they can cure. Yeah, that that was that was like the plot point of I Am Legend. Yeah, was that they came up with a cure for cancer, but it, it turned like venomous to their systems, and that's why you got like the the night walking zombies. Yeah, isn't that how? Uh, gosh, there was another one that was like that too, wasn't it? Isn't that how Twenty Eight Days Later was too? They thought they cured cancer. God, it's been so long since I saw it. I can't remember. Yeah, like, like I remember most of the movie. But... I remember oh, the no. action. No, sorry, I do remember now because it's like the opening credits, and they infected these monkeys with rage. Which oh, I don't know how the fuck that. Like, how do you put that shit in a vial? <laughs> hey, are we? And twenty eight days later, are we gonna talk about the fact that that guy got infected with a kiss? Oh yeah, you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like but the, to me, that's that's like the milestone of a sexually transmitted disease, an, an open sore in your mouth or a cut or whatever that you can transmit DNA into, you're going to get it. So, you know, maybe if he just like bit his lip and had a little tiny fissure in his lip and then got a kiss, got saliva in it, boom, zombie action. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He thought he was getting uh, some happy time, but guess fucking yeah, what? That's why I worry about you and your grinder meetups. <laughs> I want you to catch something you can't wash off. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be. No, I, I really think that that is probably the most viable. I mean, you could go into the argument of like science versus magic, but really magic is just science we don't understand. Yeah, so true. But the reality is... Uh, a virus that could turn off all of your higher level brain functions and put you down to the most basic needs of a human body, sustenance and water. Mm-hmm. We just never see like the water part in. Yeah. Do you think zombies are drinking water? Yeah. They're just like over there in a dirty mossy pond, just lapping up water like a dog. No, you just see them want to eat. Yeah. But with that said, I like my favorite version of zombies is like the walking dead where everybody's already infected with it. It just doesn't take place until you die, which makes more sense of why when you get bit by a zombie, you become one. Because one, it is like a sexually transmitted disease. And two, you're not going to die from a bite, but you could die from the blood loss caused from a bite. Or or I could see how like a direct bite would, like a direct insertion real quick of the virus could 
cause it to happen quicker and it could take over your you know your functions and stuff. Yeah, that's what happens in a show is they get bit and then they get a massive fever basically a hyper accelerated case of the flu and they die from that yeah and then when they die they become reanimated i could totally the, the whole water part like since humans are primarily made out of water what if like just them eating the flesh would be enough to sustain their, you know, water intake. At the very, very minimum, yeah. Yeah. What whatever what were you gonna say, Egg? I forgot. <laughs> I, was, I was I was uh, on the train of thought and then I'm like, oh shit, this is super interesting and then Zombie flu. Uh what what I said is like, you know, I don't I don't would not think that the bite would be the like the blood loss would be but yeah definitely the fever <laughs> fever all that stuff that would Makes a lot more sense, and like everybody, especially when everybody's infected, it's like you know everybody's a carrier. Just yeah. you know, you're still fucking breathing. That's the only difference between you and the zombie. Yeah. Which begs the question: Why don't zombies eat their own? It's still flesh. I agree. Brain. Oh, you know that's they, so true. A, a functional brain makes sense if they only ever eat the brain, but they eat all of it. They, it must be like they can maybe like smell or sense the infection in other people. But then you said that everybody has the infection in Walking Dead. So I guess it's so like, just like up to, you know, however you imagine the zombies to be. Because there's like so many different variations of zombies now. But when you think about that aspect of it though, it's kind of like in a zombie frame of mind, it's almost like puberty. You don't hit puberty until your body has died, and then you become a zombie in terms of, you know, zombie lore or whatever. So maybe that's why they're like, trying to trigger it. Oh yeah, they're trying to turn you into a zombie. But that was a plot point that I also liked in World War Z, where it was like if you had a major disease, of some kind or some kind of physical ailment, they didn't want you. Yeah, because you were healthy. Yeah, so you're like you're gonna infect them and make them sick. Yeah, like I could. I could see wow, that too. The audacity. The audacity. <laughs> like the virus is like mutates people too, like a mutagen kind of scenario where, like you get that's where you get the special zombies from. Yeah. And so maybe they mutated to the point where they don't need those things. So in terms of special zombies, since you brought it up, you think about all the boss fights or all the special zombies from games and shit. Oh yeah, who's your favorite special zombie? Yeah. If you could be a special zombie, like you gotta pick. No, no, it's who's your favorite. I don't want to uh, be any zombie. <laughs> pick. Uh, you think about, I think. Think about all the bosses from Resident Evil, and then like the special ones from Left 4 Dead, The Witch. Le- the Left 4 Dead. I think the tank was the one that freaking. Was, the tank was gangster. It was freaking annoying as fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would want to say probably the Nemesis program. Nemesis was fucking amazing. It was just a Terminator, just a zombie Terminator. Yeah. Look at that big motherfucker. He got a rocket launcher. <laughs> like what's um what? God, I'm having a drawing a blank. Who's what's the name of the main girl? Like Mila. Yeah, Alice. Alice. Like she's technically a zombie, right? She's yeah. mutated. She's, she's infected. Yeah, she's infected. So like that'd be kind of crazy. Wow, you know she's she's great. She's great. So, yeah, you've got a really cool question right over there, and I want you to ask it. Yes, I will. He's like, which one? <laughs> uh, let's talk about modern zombies. Let's talk about how U.S. declassified a file 
in 2011. There's a declassified. There's file? a declassified file in 2011 about how U.S. plan to counter zombies. It's oh, called, they have they have. Uh, it's, it's called counter zombie dominance. Yeah, they have like contingency plans for like everything. Mm-hmm. So, I have a little bit something about that. Okay. So the the plan outlined several types of zombies. So they had plans for each each one. Oh wow! So the first one is uh, pathogenic zombies, the viral. Viral, viral zombies. Viral zombies are just, you know, the one that most likely to happen, I should say. Yeah. So they had a plan for that. It doesn't say, it doesn't tell me anything what the steps were, but that's just one of the steps. Well, what do you think the steps would be? Well, for U.S. military, they probably would finish fucking the fight before we would, like, fucking get off work. Yeah. So if you were the zombie contingency planner for be the so, U.S. There would be, like, a cog blocker one. <laughs> like, people would be so pissed off. <laughs> I know. Like, like, I'm sure there's technology that we have that we don't know about. But with, like, the technology that we do know, like, what would be your contingency for that? For Scorched Earth? What? Yeah, you you have to pretty much cut off the area where it's located and just. I feel like that happens in every single zombie movie, though. Like they're like, okay, they. Yeah, yeah, they say cities. that, but that's that's straight up the scenario. In, even in Last of Us, remember when I think it's Philippines where the outbreak happens, I. And they try to isolate it. Like, do you remember in Last of Us? It's uh, the the when the outbreak happens. I think it's in Philippines. And then there's a general, and his daughter was the scientist, and she straight up says, you just have to erase everything here. Just have to bomb the entire city with us in here. Wow. Yeah, uh, 1,500 degrees Kelvin will cleanse anything. Wow. So, like, yeah, I guess that would be the, you know, the solution. What are the other... Uh... The, uh, there's, there's some good ones. There's some good <coughs> ones. Uh, next one is uh, Evil Magic Zombies. <laughs> Occult. They have they have <laughs> evil magic zombies. Evil magic zombies, occult experimentations, which kind of brings us back to Nazis. That would be the most accurate. So you're saying that the U.S. government had contingencies for black magic zombies. Evil, evil, evil black zombies. magic zombies. Evil. So like, they didn't have evil, contingency for black. So like Vecna <laughs> is coming through to raise zombies. So, you know I. I know it's like, I know you have kind of your principle of like the government is super inept and they don't, they can't handle anything that they're so dumb. Well, it, but I, to me, I believe that there is a section of the government that is completely prepared for all these big, crazy eventualities. Well, the, I, to elaborate on that, I think that the government as a whole is very dumb and they're terrible at working with each other. They're, uh. But I think that there's, like, the powers that would be that are totally not dumb and manipulate, and I could totally see them actually having contingencies for this sort of thing. Yeah, and it's like, like I've said to you before, I'm pretty sure, and I have no basis of this, this is just my theory, that there is, like, a secret section of the CIA, and they know everything about everything, and they inform the darker government players about... What's what, so that they can make plans for these things. Uh, I have a, I have a thing. I saw an Instagram reel that it says, if we can replace our government with AI, 
they think it would have run better. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you could replace the government with the AI from an Xbox, an original Xbox, <laughs> that would run better. Like, <laughs> At least make, they work together. They're like, they're like, it might not be great, but it's definitely going to be better than what we have right now. <laughs> I, I think, uh, Scott, I think you should pull out your phone over there because it's already on the table. And you should ask Siri if she could run the government better than the government runs itself. All right. Hey, Siri. Do you think you could run the government better than the government themselves? It just gives me websites. Can you can you think of a new and different system of government? Oh, maybe wow. we need to go with Alexa then. I, yeah, Alexa's better. Somebody. No, no it's got to be Cortana from the Microsoft system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's used to it. She's like, send in the chief. Yeah. <laughs> how about I'll bring you to some of my other ones. Unless we're I have, done with evil zombies. I have a question, though. Okay. If... The zombie outbreak was to start anywhere. Where do you think the ground zero would be? And don't say Wuhan. <laughs> Where do you think the zombie outbreak would start? Uh, I'm thinking of like places that are like poverty stricken, where governments are corrupt. I would I would think honestly somewhere with the with the fir- first lab lab that does the experiments i'm thinking of like that we don't know about i'm thinking of like a desperate country that is looking for a way to win a war or something like a that's not country. winning a war that's you you just yeah, buying but, enough time to for everybody yeah, else to die but that, that is not a what kind of final solution is this but they're study but they're studying that kind of stuff kind of like the nazis when they went into the occult and everything they're trying to figure out ways to like new weapons and stuff okay and then a place that has you a country that has total control over their people for experiments China. and a place Russia. that's poverty ridden. I was thinking Russia or <laughs> China. But like I like in the current I, climate, I, give, I give Chinese a little bit more of a benefit of the doubt. I could I could see Putin being like, We have new uh, like, zombie technology. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a zombie juice, no, come I, drink it. <laughs> I could see Putin doing it like just so he could turn around and beat it and be like, look, we had this big outbreak and I handled it because I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah, coming coming, coming like, from a guy who was extremely scared of COVID, he was terrified of COVID. Honestly, I think it depends on what the intent is on releasing it. Like, if you wanted to go worldwide, Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Densely populated area, very poverty New York. Well, keep in mind, Los Angeles has a bigger international airport. That's oh. where you'd want it to release first because it gets on planes and it goes everywhere. Like you just you put it in like the sandwich of somebody going on a plane and then like it just put it, only put it in the gluten free sandwiches because they don't eat fucking yes. carbs over there. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in the the local Starbucks, man. Fucking oh, LA yeah. will be gone overnight. Yeah, all the white girls. <laughs> okay, let's. Plus me and Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So my n- next thing on my list is space zombie, extraterrestrial toxin or radiation. Radiation makes the most sense. Not viral. Honestly, radiation does because it is consistently circling the entire planet right now. There's a radiation barrier. Well, like light is radiation. It is, but there's an actual gamma radiation shield around the planet. 
Oh, from the, the sun, the, yeah. yeah. Or that protects us from the sun, like the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. ozone. The ozone, yeah. yeah. So it's just outside the ozone layer, which is a whole like weird conundrum with the alleged moon landing and all that, but we'll talk about that. Wouldn't that be later. so lame, though? Like, you know, we're just like too many cow farts and car exhaust just creates a hole in the ozone and creates zombies. I think that's horseshit. But, like, imagine if that was, like, what uh, there's, there's China, whose factories are just absolutely destroying the living shit out of it. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I could even see, like, mutated people, I, not just zombies. From I, I, I have a question. How long do you guys think this Earth will last? Like, from, from you know, this moment on, like... How many years do you give? How many centuries? As far as how long it'll last or yeah. the point of no return? Pretty much the point where it's going to have to, a bare minimum, start over. I mean, being generous, probably, like, if we keep up, if we stay on track. With trackers, like, fucking a goal mark, just check marks. Yeah, like, what's, like, <laughs> no, our, I get, I get our population increase, um, our emissions, like, the way that we... Um, treat the environment to feed all these people not long keep like in mind g- g- give me years give me years like 100 years maybe okay keep, keep in mind like generous. the method oh, that we've been going about it has only been going on for like 80 years you know the industrial revolution mm-hmm. uh, uh, radioactive materials being injected into the planet bombs things like that like We've only been at it about 80 years, and we're already in a really bad spot. Yeah, so imagine another 80 years of being the exact way we I give it another 50 years, and we're going to be straight up. You're yeah. just going to see Rich do the whole Elon Musk thing, like, maybe Mars is better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got kind of a weird theory on that, and this is so super ridiculous to think about. You remember in The Matrix where... Um, the architect tells Neo, we've destroyed Zion six times, and here you have a choice. Yeah. You can either go back yeah. to Zion, and then we destroy it again for good, or you could pick these people to repopulate, and we'll let you repopulate. repopulate. Now, if you tie that into the whole uh, Younger Dryas theory and Pangea and all that, where the Earth has basically reformed itself six times over the course of the Earth's history. Yeah. Like, what if those two things are directly related? Like, what is it with that number six? That, that's and interesting. And then, then you think about the Bible. Okay, on the seventh day, God said, let there be light. Yeah. So, it, besides, it, even if you believe in the whole Younger Dryas thing, like, that's coming up. Yeah, well, look at... Wasn't there, like, well, not to mention the earthquakes that just happened in, in Japan. Tokyo, yeah. But, like... There was like a huge split off the coast of Africa or something. Did you see that? Like I didn't see the split, but I just saw the the aftermath of uh, Earth or uh, Japan. Japan. That it was like a tsunami follow up by earthquake or earthquake follow up by tsunami. I forgot. I saw something. I don't know if it's real. It's probably real. But like there was like a huge crack in like Africa's landmass, and like I think it's like the southern end of Africa. It's like splitting. It's all fun and games until something fucking crawls out of there. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's what the Earth does. But and then it's over we're going to wish for zombies. <laughs> yeah, like, the Earth is... We're, our <coughs> landmass in a million years is not going to look like how it is now. No, no, yeah. absolutely not. No. But, no, I, I think that we're... 
humanity as a whole, our days are numbered one way or the other. We're either going to have to come to the precipice of change and change, or we're going to die. Yeah. We're definitely going to die just because we can't agree on anything. I think but humans are going to procrastinate to we're the gonna, last minute. We're going to be the <laughs> architects of our own destruction. Mm-hmm. Probably. But anyway, no, you had a very existential question on your notes. Just like I'm not finished with my the rest of. Oh, okay, the... let's go back. Oh, well, All right, what do you got there? Uh, I have chicken ch- zombies. Chicken zombies. Yeah, mishandled. Uh, what is it? Uh, mishandled poultry. Poultry. Am I saying it correct? Yeah, poultry. Poultry euthanizing. euthanizing. Well, I mean, think about like not just chicken, but cows as well. You had mad cow disease. You have bird flu. And these things still kind of affect us today. What if one day there is a strain of bird flu that we just can't get a handle on? Well, it's same, same like fungus. The fungus is same thing. That's just another reason to not eat so much meat. <laughs> well, to me, con- no. honestly, it's worth it. I, <laughs> well, like, I'll die happy at least. <laughs> well, you're, like, you're still going to die probably at least you. <laughs> like all these crazy diseases come from eating animals. Mad but cow, we have to eat flu, animals. Or COVID nineteen. Our bodies are weak. We just, need to just think we're in a zombie apocalypse, and you and me are trying to like kill a deer, so we have some sustenance. And Scott's over here just like yanking blades of grass out. Happier <laughs> like, than a pig and shit. Like, I ain't eating a zombie deer. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, yeah, he's over there mixing fucking dirt and water. It's like hot cocoa, guys. <laughs> I mean, in a survival situation. Uh, I think that's the quickest uh, people, way. People eat grass in a survival situation, so... If you really want to poison society, you do it through the food. You don't release yeah. it through the air. You do it through the food and have it be a slightly slower release so there's more time. Think about how many boneless, skinless chicken breasts get sold in a day. Or, like, McDonald's. Like, you literally just have to put the virus in McDonald's and... Most of the world would be, would be watch, it, watch, watch it unfold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, we eat it, feed it to our kids, shit like that. Like, how many times in a week do you see somebody eat McDonald's? Oh, yeah. It happens literally every single day. Like, I could totally, that would be the delivery system of choice. Gates grinning over there. What are you grinning uh, Nothing. Um, Did you get that dick pic I finally sent you? Is that why you're smiling? That's why I'm smiling. <laughs> it was just as good as I thought. <laughs> He's like, it looks a little infected. Are you sure you're not? You know, like, the zombie yeah. uh, and let's let's wrap it up with. Uh, it was not a real. It was not a real plan. It was just a training exercise. Wait, what was the training exercise? The, this whole Zombie situation, all the contingency plans were... Oh, I wish you had, like, the steps. Training I exercise, I wish I had the steps for each one of them, but they, it was not given. So here's... here's it was still reducted, so I guess it was not that much of a, you know, training. <laughs> you guys keep talking. I'm going to Google to see if there's steps. I'm genuinely curious. Oh, <laughs> Idiot. Uh, training ex- exercise used by the U.S. Strategic Command. To teach joint operations. You know, though... Interesting. Here's my thing, is you watch, like, Resident Evil, and the corporation is all that's left in the world. Which But everybody else is pretty much zombies. It doesn't make sense in a realistic fashion, because if everybody becomes a zombie, who makes all the shit? Who's making the syringes and the lab equipment and the suits you guys are wearing? Who's making your food? Like, the workforce is gone... 
the rest of the world is going right after. And I know we're not that important in terms of the job we do, but let's be real. Without people to make shit, the world is going to fall apart. Oh, yeah. The working working class should have a lot more power to control shit than it does. Because right now, we're more like a sheep, unfortunately. Which they want to say we're empowered because we have a union. But it's like, you know what? That just means we have another boss. (laughs) I just Googled it. And there's an article here that lays out their contingency plan. Okay. So, so like it says, it says U.S. and international law oh. regulate military operations only insofar as human and animal life are concerned. There, are, there is almost no restriction on hostile action against uh, pathogenic life forms, organic robot entities, or traditional zombies. <laughs> oh, so pretty much so scur- scursed Earth strategy. Yeah, always. They're, they're basically saying like, yeah, if someone has a pathogen, you murder them. It says, it combined with the fact that the authors expect a declaration of martial law following the outbreak, naturally, that gives the government a wide range of options for killing zombies. Okay, so in discussing how to kill zombies, the plan goes through a number of general phases that would make for the best anti-zombie attack. In the first phase, authorities will instruct the military and the public on how the zombies they're fighting work and how to kill them. So they're they, so the first phase is to figure out how to kill the zombies, and then second phase deterrence points out that zombies cannot be deterred themselves, but calls for a broad sweep of operations that resto- to restore confidence in the government's ability to combat. You've <laughs> <laughs> got a long ways to go if you want to restore confidence in our government. Yeah, like, <laughs> Can you start now? <laughs> Without zombies. It says in the next two phases, (laughs) military forces conduct sweeps of infected areas, so if they're still alive, killing zombies, burning bodies. In the final phase, the government rebuilds its authority over the civilian population and eliminates final pockets of zombie uh, resistance. So that in a perfect world, that's that's the U.S.'s uh, contingency, best laid plans. And it's it's uh, Kono. Uh, eight 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 eight. That's the name of the, the contingency plan. C O N O P eight 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 eight. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's a. I mean, I mean, I'll give it to him. That's a. That's not a bad, uh, contingency plan. But like in a perfect world, I don't think it's going to be as easy as oh, we'll just figure out how to kill them, kill them all, and then rebuild society. Starting with your faith in the government. Yeah, rebuild the faith of the government. <laughs> because, you know, the first government was great. <laughs> yeah. So, Yig got two questions on his notes. And again, fucking kudos to your notes. Like, the last one he did, and you, you had like five pages of different notes. I was really impressed. But here's two questions I keep eye-fucking over here, because they're very existential. <laughs> one is, why do we love zombies? And two, is are zombies evil or just victims? Ooh. Uh, it's your question, Yang. It is. What do you think? It is my question. What do I think? Well, in terms of zombies being evil, no. No, they kind of like, I would justify them as animals. Like, they, they hunt, they kill. Yeah, They're just that, doing what's in their nature. Yeah, they're just limited to 
basic that, level instincts. Yeah. Just yeah, Feet. I you know I, I would not call them evil like malicious and stuff. No, that envelops all the theories too. Okay, so you have black magic necromancers, zombies. They're not evil. They're thralls. They're again victims. Victims. They're and in the pathogen, they're just infected. They're not like. They don't want to kill you. I mean, maybe they do, but... <laughs> I don't know. I feel pretty evil when I get a cold. Yeah, it's like it's like uber cold. You're like... You're oh, just I'm like pissed bus. off and mad and yeah. hate everything. Yeah. Okay, what was the other question? Then? The other question is, why do we love zombies? I think everybody loves the idea, especially here in America. I don't know about other countries. It's, it's, everybody wants a reason to use their guns... <laughs> justifiable reason to use it. I think it's a little people. bit deeper than that. Survival. Well, people survival love the whole survival. The, whole, the last man standing. Yeah. It's you against the odds. It's it's pretty much the scenario that plays in every male's head 24-7. Yeah, like, I wish... Yeah. Like, it's the next best thing to invasion. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, okay, so Russia doesn't want to come attack us, so we can murder them. Yeah, so, so there's, like a, there's like a hierarchy for, for Caucasian American men. Like, number one is Die Hard. Like, you're trapped in a building and you got to kill all the terrorists. And number two is Red Dawn, where we get to kill commies. And then three is Zombie Apocalypse. Like, the whole country is just like, oh, we don't want to attack America. Just, we're all waiting it's a, it's like that whiteboard in that one movie, the cabin, um, cabin in the woods, cabin in the woods. Yeah. yeah when they have a, like each, each freaking good disaster and it was so freaking accurate. Like that's how I picture it. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. they're all betting on it. Which one is going to happen? Like that. We have every person, every gun owner, like, yeah, like American white American male or whatever you want to say has envisioned some sort of attack on America, whether it be zombies or something, to where we can just... It, yeah, because I, I think we all are slightly sociopathic in that <laughs> we... You know, because you have it in the back of your mind, okay, what if somebody breaks into my house? Yeah. This is where my gun is, this is this, this and this, and here's my ingress and egress, or the, the, the diehard thing, you know, you're trapped in a building and there's these terrorists, like, how are you going to come out and be the hero and take them down and all that? Same thing with, you know, Red Dawn. Who am I going to get together in my squad so we can go fuck up some bad guys, you know? But I think it does go a little bit deeper than just that. Especially when you think of terms of, like, we're all kind of inducted into a broken system. Where you work and you pay bills and then you fucking die. Yeah. But you get that little bit of, like, that system doesn't exist anymore. Now you're on a free roam to go do that thing and beat this like faceless villain and you, you're not tied to like oh I gotta go to work on Monday morning so my zombie killing has to stop at 10pm on Sunday night like it's like it does, none of that shit matters anymore it's like man if we had better healthcare maybe we could have combated this zombie virus <laughs> yeah. no, we, we want the zombie virus <laughs> like and there's the whole gun thing and I, you know a little part of that is like you think about the walking dead zombies and how really easy they are to kill you're gonna feel like the John Wick out there, just fucking <laughs> lopping off zombie heads, and you're gonna have lop, kill lop, of the lop. week from Zombieland. Yeah, no, it just makes it perfect. Yeah. Like the whole world shuts down except for YouTube, and it's all just zombie killing videos now. <laughs> that, that, that's why when we were talked about earlier, if I would picture three of us in a zombie scenario, Zombieland would be the movie that would describe us the most. 
Oh, for so, sure. Yeah, just we, we started to talk about that before we pushed record. <laughs> so let's go back to that. Okay. So who is what character? Okay, so Diego and I already talked about this. Dave is obviously uh, Tallahassee, right? Uh, yeah, because I'm sensing you're kind of a bitch. I'm sensing you're kind of a bitch. <laughs> and then he just has like this, like, I gotta get me, I gotta get some arbitrary item or <laughs> purpose to my life. Scott is an Emma Stone because he's a trickster. No, yeah. Scott is definitely Bill Murray. Oh, dressed up as a zombie. He goes, yeah, saw Eddie Van Halen the other day. <laughs> yeah, he shoots me Practic- on accident. Practical <laughs> jokes were never my strong. <laughs> Uh, I would love that. That'd be so funny. It was a. I, I would not. There's not enough characters in Zombieland to envelop. I don't know movie. though, because you had like the. Uh, I can't remember what Eisenberg's character's name is. Uh, oh. Does uh, uh, Columbus. 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 Yeah, oh, I was thinking Ohio. Yeah, Columbus. But so Ohio. you have like Tallahassee and, and Columbus in the first one, and then in the second one you see like the Wishbrain. Oh yeah, the Wishbrain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, what? Speaking of Zombieland, give me your top three rules of Zombieland, not the ones from the movie. Cardio. I mean, no, like your three rules of pure survival in a uh, situation. Well, I'm going to be honest, definitely know your surroundings. I know it's one of the rules, definitely. Oh, for sure. Like, you have to know every single exit. When you walk in the building, that should be your top priority. So like, Situational awareness. Like Situational in a, in a awareness, straight up. Yeah, always know. No, that's ingress. actually number one. Uh, make sure they're dead. Yeah, ingress, ingress, make sure they're dead. Like, you do not want that shit coming back. And, and from the movie, straight up, the one in the bathroom is really, really real fear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, it would be, like, number one, two, would be prepared for anything. So, like, have medical supplies. Or, like... As much as you can, you know. Yeah. Be prepared. Even like, the shit that's not gonna happen, you might want to be ready for. Just, yeah. Just in case. Like we go, say, like say the th- let's do like a mock scenario. Say we like all three of us roll up on like have extra water, store. just because you might be stuck somewhere for a lot longer than you want to be. Okay, so say say you roll up onto a Walmart. What is your What's your game plan to looting that Walmart? Ooh, well, it's definitely not go straight for supplies right off the bat. Okay, so you you would. I would not go straight for supplies. I would definitely go get the perimeter. So you'd secure the perimeter. Yeah, blo- lock the front door if I have to. You know, as long as I locked it, so I know. Would you like clear the whole the whole store, or would you loot the store around? zombies inside of the store so i would get in the store lock the door so i can so i know i locked it how i locked it so i can if what if you can't lock the door use the fucking (coughs) stick i don't know lock the door open or closed locked like close so i would lock it open (coughs) yeah why what 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 if you make what if something happens inside that makes a lot of noise that brings Shit from outside, inside, and now you're in the fucking kill kill box. Then drop your shit and get out. Well, yeah, that's okay, really so easy to say. Well, that's why I would want to be. So then, if shit goes south, my immediate exit would be that, and I unlock that exit because I locked it. I know how I locked it. Okay, so say you have a horde of zombies on your ass, 
and you run up to that door trying to wow. unlock it. You're like, oh, fumbling through your key. Oh, shit, I can't unlock this. Well, I guess you shut the door. Like Zombieland, when he's like, he realizes <laughs> he the door's unlocked, running. he just he keeps, keeps running. running in circles. Trains the zombies. I learned that See, from that, That's where I have to disagree, and pretty much every Walmart has two doors, two sets of doors on the face of the building. Yeah, two main doors. I would lock both of them in the open position. So let's say we're looting the food aisle, and your dumbass drops a case of beer, and it shatters and makes a big, loud bang. Okay, you go to the other end of the store so you can egress... Out of the other set of doors. Because they're going to be drawn to this sound. You can get out on this side. But I would also be prepared with... I would do the perimeter. Find all my exits. Not just one. I agree. But that's also... Because like, you do not want to have one exit. Because that's well, not, some, not some smart... What goal. if there's way more zombies inside of the Walmart than you think... And you just used, like, all of your ammunition clearing this Okay, moment. if I have to use all of my ammunition, I would be gone already. Because so, I would be like, after the 10th one drops, I'd be like, I think it's time to fucking go to the next Walmart. I know what I'm doing. I would, <laughs> sc- I would scout the whole I think I'm a target guy. Yeah. <laughs> I would secure the perimeter. I would scout the whole place before deciding whether or not to... Is it worth place. it? Is I it think we it? need to keep in mind the fun factor. Mm. Like, if it's the three of us... The first thing we're going to do is find a pallet jack, right? <laughs> and then you guys get on the two forks of the pallet jack, uh, and I'll skateboard it, and OSHA. you guys just start swinging your swords and fucking lopping off zombie heads. Set up a GoPro for a kill. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, that'd be so cool. See a peeler. <laughs> okay, so to elaborate on that, so say you secure the whole Walmart, there's no zombies in the Walmart. How... Like, what do you prioritize first, and how are you going to get those supplies? Okay, canned food, definitely. Canned food and water, probably first. Canned food and water, okay. Trick question. Which water do you go for first? The water out of the tap, or the water that's bottled? Yeah. That is a trick question. That's a good one. But it's definitely... I can tell you what I would do. I would definitely get bottled, because... No, I would get tap water, because it's going to shut off. And so at some point, at some point, so you want to collect as much water from the system that's clean as you can before you start tapping into the bottled water. And you got to assume that if that store's already been raided, that's the first thing they went for. Yeah. So you're most likely going to be slim pickings on that sort of thing. Yeah. So you go get the containers out of the container section and go over to the drinking fountain and fill them up. Mm -hmm. And then what would you use for your you know, eventual way of getting supplies back to base. Would you have a vehicle? And say say it's early zombies, so you don't have, like, your modded truck that has spikes on it and shit. You just have a truck. Okay? You have that. You have... Do you find some wagon or something? You know, like... Uh, you just use your shit, you know? They have those uh, to, to, like, carry out now. The little, little, little... Wagons, you know what I'm talking about? A little, like a little kitty wagon that you take yeah, yeah. to like... like the, the, you know, those pickup pick orders. You know you know what I'm talking about? They, they, they have those now. So you're going to load that up into your truck? Well, you do you do what you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm you're just... You're in the situation. You're, you're, it's just you're fun fine. To... If you don't, you're going to have to make other lots of trips that <laughs> will endanger you even further. Yeah, it's just fun to run <laughs> hypotheticals. You, st- you start with the stuff that will help you get through at least the next couple of days, and then you might want to worry about that problem tomorrow. 
going back to like your zombie land rules here's one I have your greatest source of information is the one place that nobody goes anymore the fucking library oh for sure you know sure. how much shit you can just sit and learn in the library like your friend's bleeding you don't know how to stitch Yeg's over there like well maybe not Yeg, but like one of the younger guys is probably like oh uh I, how do I use this? What do I, how do I find the book that I need? I can't Buzz scroll. Line. What's happening? <laughs> All right. I'm going to teach you about the Dewey Decimal System. We're the Z's. Let's go to the Z's. I mean, worst case scenario, you're going to find like two librarians that you have to kill and a handful of homeless people outside pissing on the building. <laughs> a couple quick fucking stabs with a knife, you're in. Dude, I let him boom. You're just like sitting there enjoying your fucking good book. Be like, as dangerous as it would be, that would be my primary way of dispatching of zombies is melee, silenced. Well, if if you're protected, honestly, if you're protected enough, <laughs> silent like with a knife, especially if you know for sure that killing the brain is the way to go. That that would be yeah, just like. I can't imagine. So, uh, imagine. I would a, just picture him Russian, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine a zombie apocalypse where killing the brain doesn't kill them. Now, that's a completely different fucking Yeah, so you'd have to, like, immobilize them. Or just destroy them utterly. And do you have enough firepower for that shit? Yeah. So I, you pretty much, your entire plan should be tricking him to follow you, locking him in, trapping him somewhere... To do your business. Yeah. Or like taking a shit. I think <laughs> I think cutting off the head or something would work just as good because then they're just like, they can't see anything. They're just shambling around. What if they all fucking... What well, if it's they not like they're... Not like their bodies have like Bluetooth to their brain. Take yeah. the head off, the body's done. The body's yeah, you just done. got a head. Just yeah. It would be hard to chop off heads, but... You get really good at fucking working out. It's a good workout. (laughs) I'm going to get me a big old fucking Viking battle axe and just fucking swinging that bitch around, lopping heads off three and four at a time. The machetes were great. Yeah, really thin blade, flexible. They're they're really good. All right, okay, one more thing, part of this. And a lot less effort, so you can use a lot more force. Part of this conversation. As long as it's fucking sharp. All right, yeah, you're a well-traveled individual. Um... How would your zombie contingency here in America be different in, say, Europe, where guns aren't as readily available? Well, this is the fun fact that in America, I would be loaded. Yeah, so, like, in your, say, <laughs> like, let's say it happens, yeah, and in, in even, well, Ukraine now would be fucking great, but. <laughs> yeah, well, right now. <laughs> right now, it would be, like, say you go to it would be like a Disneyland. <laughs> say you're on vacation in London or something. In, uh, but, uh, yeah, in London. With how much shit they gave me for fucking owning a gun, but be like, I get that you guys wish you had guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were. I, I get their perspective too, just because you know gun violence is extremely rare. Oh yeah, in a civilized world, but we're talking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think even in a civilized world, gun violence isn't as prevalent as it seems to be. Uh, yeah, I think that the media and stuff portray America to be way more violent than it really is, but it's still... We have school shootings about every day. Yeah, uh, it's violent, Let me, don't get me wrong, <laughs> it's definitely violent. They, 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 like, they, did, they did have a mass shooting two days ago in the um, Czech Republic. Really? Yeah, pretty brutal one too. 
Yeah, but as far as like my us person, it's rare. It's yeah. very, very, very rare. In here, it's more of a like day to day life. I never encounter. I never. I'm never in fear of someone. Guess a gun what? Up. There's also like a lot more people, and there's a lot of the, America is absolutely massive. So there's a lot of stuff to pick from. That's true. Is that, is that fair? No, that's fair. Like, yeah, like we have such, like, of course, like, say is, uh, the UK is like, is, the size uh, of, like, is regulating guns will help? <laughs> yes, maybe, but like, there's a cut, there's, it's not a root of the problem. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a difference between regulating there's, guns and getting rid of guns. There's a yeah. men, men, mental, mental health that like, if you focus on that, you could be like Switzerland where there's, absolutely like in terms of guns like they have shit ton of guns over there they love guns well they had all they those bunkers are, and stuff built they for World are War II, fanatics they? of guns they're like Americans just without school shootings but you also gotta remember that's a country of 9 million people we're yeah. at almost 360 but I, again the mental like when I came to US the doctors here just like they put you on pills right off the bat. They just like any pill, any pill, boom, antidepressant pill. Like wait, like really? In, if if you're dealing with anything, it's just pills. We have these pills for you. We have in Ukraine. No, there's no like you fucking kind of deal with your shit. You you know, it's way different. They want you to heal on your own without using medication. Well, that kind of so ties. in here in America prioritizes medication. Over doing shit on your own. Oh yeah, like that. So, that so kind that, of... that's way different. Like I had a friend who was on antidepressants for so long, and then he got off, and like he was really bad condition. But then after like a year, he definitely started getting much, much, much like healthier. Yeah, that kind of ties into the zombie thing because I could totally see America being ground zero because of all of our pharmaceutical reliance on pills and stuff. Where they could be like, oh, we have this new pill that's supposed to help all these ailments, and then it, boom, zombies. <laughs> so let's bring this back around to close this one out. Very simple question. We'll go with you first, Yeg. Okay. Do you believe zombies actually exist right now at this moment? Mm. Oh, shit. That, that, that's a tough one. Because Wait, does zombie deer count? The zombie no, no, deer. No, not counting zombie deer. Let's actual. Just, no. Let's just go with like Resident Evil zombies. No, not yet. Uh, like the vast majority of me believes that no, but at the same time, like tomorrow there, we can easily be yes. That, yeah, that that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, is like experiments going on in our governments and other governments. Um, could it be? Could we potentially have real zombies? <laughs> Like, bioweapons or something, some sort of, like, biological weapon that is zombies. Yeah, I could see that. Is it realistic right now? No, I don't think that there's any kind of zombie outbreak or whatever. But I do think that it's totally possible for the powers that would be or the government to have that technology. Yeah, that's my principle is just with anything... I, it's all bullshit or none of it is. Yeah. And so my theory is how simple would it be for like a very secretive test lab to be developing some kind of like chemical or viral compound that's meant to, you know, regrow limbs or 
uh, heal battle damage or something like that, but it turns awry and it just makes somebody a zombie instead of regrowing their blown off arm. Yeah. And now they're like, oh shit, we made something we didn't mean to make. Let's keep it under lock and key and study it. Yeah. I, I do have an actual story to tell about something that actually happened. Um, to you personally, or no, no, no. It's a it's a government. They develop. They were developing uh, a virus that was going to help plants grow faster or like be more healthier or whatever. They were just working on it. They were working in the isolated room, and it was just making great progress. And they were like, "I think we're ready to release." What they did not do is make a test on what would happen if they would release that on, in the oxygen because they were just testing all their stuff and isolated stuff. But what would happen if they would release it to the oxygen, it was going to literally instantly suck all the oxygen out and just in, instantly wipe all of us out. And one person decided to do that test before they released the virus. Oh, wow. This we, is real? This is a real fucking game. What's the project? I, I, I forgot what it's called, but oh. it's like something to do with plants growing, uh, like vegetables or something like that. So like Because it was, it was in the right, the, what they were trying to do was correct. Like they were just trying to increase the production, make sure there's no more food shortage. Like it, it was, uh, yeah, and then that shit happened. I will revisit this subject. I'm, I'm going to try to find it because it, it was very interesting because it was just made one person decided to do a test to see how it's going to react in, the, in real life so that one person potentially just saved all of humanity saved all of <laughs> just because they were they were trying to release yeah it, it, it's just wild story but i'm like jesus fucking christ because like, like one guy followed scientific protocol just <laughs> Because, yeah, they did all the tests necessary except one, and, like, that one fucking guy just did it, did it, and... The plants are like, oh, we're so close to taking <laughs> the world. The fucking rose was about to fuck us. Yeah, they're, so it essentially, like... The potato of my butthole. <laughs> it, like, sucks in all the oxygen in the surrounding area to aid in its growth. Yeah. That's essentially what it So, is. yeah, it was just supposed to, like, just suck the oxygen out of the our fucking thing, and I'm like... And think about how many times, like, I imagine that sometimes, like, uh, like all these government experiments are just experiments in general that potentially could have destroyed humanity and was, like, thwarted. And, like, this unsung hero there's, there's is just, out there. There's, there's a world. list of people just, like, hey, uh, you're getting a bonus. I, I would feel bad if those people would not get bonuses <laughs> because they would not be recognized for their... <laughs> like, let's be honest, they probably got, like, 500, this is 500 bucks and, like, yeah. a pat on the back. Like, uh, here's the Chili's gift card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, Bill? You saved the whole planet. Take Friday off. Three-day yeah. weekend, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting concept. Interesting subject. Any final thoughts to close this one out? Um, well, we love zombies, we love killing zombies, we love watching zombie movies, so I, I, I found a lot of interesting new stuff that I just barely learned, so I hope everybody else learned some new stuff too, in this little less educational, but you know, kind of for fun episode. Yeah. The whole thing is for fun. Like, it's all for We're fun. all fucking retards, so. <laughs> um... My final thoughts, uh, Heinrich Kemmler. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I think uh, I. I think that I'm proud of you for finally getting the name right. Yeah, <laughs> I think that uh, 
it's it, it is it is like in modern day technology and science I think it's totally a possibility I think that we avoid apocalyptic tragedies all the time and maybe we don't really realize how like fragile humanity is and not even just with zombies like with war nuclear war uh all this stuff like we're on the verge of killing ourselves so easily but somehow humans are just nasty little viruses that will not die <laughs> we won't die true. Probably not roaches, but it would take like a planetary uh, extinction event for us to not start right. over because you were talking about how like humanity is like like either we die or we adapt but like just like in um the day the earth stood still that's where humanity really like thrives is on the precipice like we're yeah. like oh hey we're gonna die or we're gonna adapt and survive and that's when humanity comes together and we're like okay no we hate each other, but we hate dying more than we hate each other. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange how, like, we have to have a common enemy for us to unite under one banner. And it's so silly, but at the same time, it kind of battles our own sense of free will to have to unite under one banner. Yeah, it's definitely not a sustainable, uh, like, ethos as far as, like, humanity goes, <laughs> I guess. Like, I was talking to Dave about this the other day. Like, like imagine if, like, real aliens, not Project Blue Beam or whatever. Imagine if aliens really wanted to come here and kill us. Like, they would just have to annihilate us. Because otherwise, like, imagine if humanity had a common enemy. <laughs> like, it would be, it would throw everything we had at it. We would we die the last <laughs> Well, yes. even if we did, and we, we were like, okay, we need to change... One banner, one world, all that good shit. It, it it wouldn't be real. It would be under the guise of like, okay, we have to do this to survive, but secretly we're gonna figure out a way to fight back. Yeah, you know, it's it's not about like we need to learn the lesson and grow and change and do what we have to do. It's gonna be like, yeah, we're just gonna play nice right now, but as soon as we figure out your tech, we're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it reminds me of, like, the video games of, like, Civilization and stuff, where it's like, we're, like, definitely the bad guys in this scenario. We're, like, we're, we're fabricating these, like, reasons to go to war. We're fabricating, like, any means necessary to uh, win, essentially. I want to think that humanity will rise above its, like, primordial, uh, primitive reasons for not killing each other or killing other things but I, it's like uh, in our DNA that want to be the biggest a strong. conflict is kind of a, a thing like, like it reminds me of Warhammer 40k if any of you are nerds but like how like humanity just like infected the whole galaxy and that our technology was so advanced in this you know theoretical world the theoretical universe and we just like there's a lot to that but yeah, I think that humanity will, we're like a virus. We are a virus. Either you destroy us utterly or we're going to keep fighting. Well, and going back to the whole survival thing, and we touched on it earlier with uh, the Resident Evil movies. You think about the, the first Resident Evil movie, the real like villain in the movie was the Red Queen, the AI program that ran the hive, Yeah. right? So the AI program locked down the entire facility so nothing could escape. But this small group of survivors was so intent on their survival 
that they shut down the entire protocol so that they could get out. Therefore releasing... And then they released the T-virus because they were so concerned about their own safety and well-being instead of just being like, you know what, there's some terrible shit down here. Let's just say we're going to die. Yeah, so Alice just get out. decided to give up and keep the facility locked down. Imagine, like... We would have saved the entire fucking planet. The entire planet. And then in the beginning of the second the movie... Whole, there's no second movie. <laughs> yeah, but in the beginning of the second movie, like, okay, it, the virus didn't escape and all that until somebody in Umbrella was like, I need to know what happened down there. Instead of just, like, communicating with the Red Queen and being like, what happened? Yeah, the zombie fucking... The, the virus broke out, so I sealed down the facility. Don't open the doors. And then they're like, oh, fuck that. We're going to open the doors anyway. <laughs> Just because we're that dumb. Yeah. We're, we're like... For, yeah. for a bunch of smart people, definitely a lot of dumb decisions. Very much. Yeah. So this one has been fun. It's been fun. Yes, it's been good. It's always a good time. Pleasure. We're going to do another one here soon. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Bye.